What is up, everybody, and welcome back to DW Sports. I am your host, Will Feller. And I'm your co-host, Davis Garrick. And yesterday was finally the week where it seemed like college football was normal. The Pac-12 came back. The Big Ten is starting to get into depth of their season. And there were a ton of good games yesterday. Tons of ranked opponents playing each other. It was awesome yesterday. I had a great day watching college football. But the first and foremost thing that I want to talk about, the, t- the subject that we're going to spend the most time on, Notre Dame versus Clemson. Notre Dame beat Clemson in double overtime, 47-40 to 40 yesterday. My first question to you, Davis, is would Notre Dame still pull off this win if Trevor Lawrence was playing for Clemson? Yeah, that's an awesome question. And what I'm thinking here is I think – I think it's the same team. I mean, obviously Clemson has the same team minus Trevor Lawrence. Um, Trevor Lawrence is amazing. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But DJ is really good too. So, I mean, I think I think Notre Dame could still pull it off. I mean, they still have to play. I mean, they don't just have to play Trevor Lawrence. They still have to play – the defense, they still have to play most of the offense minus Trevor Lawrence. So I think if Trevor Lawrence, even if he was playing, I think the Irish could still pull it off. But, of course, we'll see that. Um, I, I guarantee both these teams will be in the ACC championship. So we'll see that during that. And, um, obviously, if they both, both make it to the college football playoff, uh, we'll see it there too. So. It'll be interesting, though. I'm actually going to disagree with you on this. I know we don't disagree too much. I know we kind of think the same way. But I was watching the game, and there were a couple of times where DJ sort of, I'd say, made the wrong read. There was one play where they had a receiver wide open down the seam. There was no safety at the top, and DJ decided to check it down on third down, and they had to punt the football instead, which that could have been a huge turning point in the game. Now. Like you said, DJ played really well. I mean, he had 439 passing yards and two touchdowns. So it's not like he played bad. He's not a bad quarterback. If you play quarterback at Clemson, if you get playing time at Clemson University, you are a good football player. Clemson was making some mistakes on both ends, offensively and defensively. They did have some defensive players out. Um, They had some offensive players out, but – Lawrence is just a different breed. You know, when you play against the best player in college football, they impact your team dramatically. I feel like Trevor Lawrence would make those correct reads. He would make the throws that maybe DJ would be too scared to throw the football, maybe risk an interception. Maybe Lawrence, you know, he's good enough to to put the ball into a tight spot in cover two where there's a corner. Um, in the window where the corner is supposed to be for a pick. And Lawrence has the ability to put the ball in those tight windows. So I think Notre Dame has the ability to send that game to overtime with Trevor Lawrence. But there's a reason why this guy is getting so much hype in the NFL um, already, saying that he's going to be a stud in the NFL. Because Lawrence, there's no way that they would lose that game with Trevor Lawrence, I don't think. Because Clemson had, like, what, a, a, a huge streak, a 36-game win streak 
of regular season games. So, you know, Clemson without Lawrence is a good team, but Clemson with Lawrence is just a whole other breed. I think Clemson would have pulled it off, but it still would have been a great game either way. So my next question to you is, now that Notre Dame beat Clemson, where do you think Notre Dame's going to rank? And do you think that they'll be in the college football playoffs even with this win when the Clemson didn't have Lawrence? What's your opinion on that? I think I think Clemson's going to drop down to four. I think Alabama's going to be one, and I think Notre Dame's going to be two. Uh, maybe Clemson will be three, three or four. Um, I think, yes, Notre Dame will make the college football playoff. I don't see him losing a game, uh, losing another game. I think Notre Dame's going to make the college football playoff. I don't see them losing a game this season. Um, so I see them uh, two. I see Notre Dame and uh, Clemson playing in the ACC championship. That will decide what the seeding is for the college football playoff. But I think – those two teams are going to have to play each other in the um, in the first round, in the semifinal of the college football playoffs. So that's going to be really awesome to watch. I just can't wait to watch those two teams battle it out three times this season, hopefully. Um, yeah, it's going to be just an awesome college football season this year. Obviously, obviously uh, Pac-12 came back yesterday. The Big Ten is in its third week. Um, and, you know, all the other Power Five conferences have been playing for a while. But it's just going to be an awesome year, man. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, what you said about, like, the ACC championship. Here's one thing. Okay, Notre Dame joined the ACC. But I'm kind of glad they did this year because Clemson would have run through the ACC even without Lawrence if Notre Dame wasn't in there. The ACC in football is god-awful besides Clemson. I mean, North Carolina was ranked this year, but North Carolina is usually not a good football school. Indiana is not usually a good football school, which we'll get to in a minute, but they're highly ranked this year. They've beaten some good teams. We'll get to them in a minute, though. I agree with that with the ACC championship, and I agree with your rankings. I think the rankings come out later today, so this show is being recorded pre-rankings on Sunday. So, I think um, it's going to be Alabama moving to number one, Notre Dame at two, and then we're going to have Ohio State at three and Clemson at four. So, Or it could be Ohio – I don't really know. It's kind of hard to tell. But I, I think those are going to be the four teams in the playoffs. But I think Clemson beats Notre Dame in the ACC championship with Lawrence and beats them again in the college football playoff. Because Notre Dame and Clemson played before in the college football playoff two years ago. Clemson was the two seed, Notre Dame was the three, and Clemson won 30-3. to three. Notre Dame literally got killed by 27 points two years ago when Trevor Lawrence was a freshman and was starting at Clemson. So, I think part of that reason is because, like you were talking about earlier, this is the first time they've actually been in a conference so when you're an independent school, you don't play all the big-time schools. And so when Notre Dame went, they went 11-0, right? Yeah, they did. They went 11-0 that season and then lost. 
they couldn't play the they couldn't play in a conference championship. But so they play a bunch of like teams like that no, most people like don't hear of uh, being football schools. Um, usually, they play those schools, and then when they get to the college football playoff, I, they're not ready because they they don't have the experience of playing a good Power Five school. Well, I mean. I think that part of that's on Brian Kelly because if you have so many five-star and four-star recruits coming to your school every year, you should at least be able to to beat at least one big school like that. I mean, Notre Dame is always ranked so highly every year. You would think that they would at least be prepared for that. And were they prepared last night? Yeah, they were. I give them that. But Lawrence, you know, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to be like a Trevor Lawrence fanboy, but I think it all changes the game if Lawrence plays and Brian Kelly did a good job preparing them for that two years ago. I just think that's on Brian Kelly. If they're ranked number three in the nation and they're 27 points worse than number two in the nation, that that's on the coaching staff. I don't think that's on the players necessarily for not being prepared. I think that's the coaches because, you know, Notre Dame is ranked highly every year. Everybody always expects high, expectations from them and sometimes I just don't see that from the Irish that might have changed last night and you know obviously I don't hate Notre Dame I don't mind Notre Dame at all I'm just a guy that just likes watching them play football and who knows they're usually I don't know they're usually top 10 preseason ranked every year but they always lose some like game that they should have won and they'll go undefeated this year because they just beat Clemson but I think they weren't prepared because Brian Kelly just didn't prepare them that's just my take on it but I it should be different this year I don't think there's any way that even with Lawrence they're gonna lose by 27 but yeah I just think Brian Kelly just got out coached by Dabo Sweeney two years ago um do you have any other like hot takes on the Clemson Notre Dame game who do you th- do you, who do you think is going to win the national championship first of all I don't know I, I mean I feel like I don't know I feel like it's still going to be Clemson but I, I'd so. like to see I'd really like to see Clemson and Notre Dame go at it three times this season man that would just be super fun to watch I mean they're both two very good teams double overtime it went into double overtime if that happens in a college football playoff, imagine imagine Notre Dame fans, what they feel. I mean, it was kind of like me in the Penn State game. I mean, of course, that didn't have as much as a decision. Like, that wasn't as big as a college football playoff game, but I was so stressed in the last three minutes of the game. And so uh, if, if games happen like that where it's really close, it's in the college football playoff, it's – a chance to win the college football playoff or it's a chance to go to the national championship, you know, that's just going to be so fun to watch. And I can't wait. I can't wait either. I feel like this is going to be a great college football playoff season, but moving on, Davis and I are both fans of Indiana Hoosiers football and basketball, Indiana university I have a sister that goes over there at IU, and we're going to try to not be biased on here. Actually, as a matter of fact, we're not going to be biased on here 
they got another win against a ranked opponent, number 23, Michigan, yesterday. It's their first win against Michigan in football since 1987, which, you know, was kind of pathetic in my opinion, which we couldn't beat them for that long. But Indiana doesn't really go down as a football school. I think they're changing the culture a little bit over there. Do you think Indiana is a legit title contender for the Big Ten East this year? Because right now it's just looking like Indiana and Ohio State are really the only two contenders in the Big Ten East. So do you think they're actually a legit football team, or do you think that it was just two flukes beating two really good teams in the Big Ten? I say they're a contender. I wouldn't say they're going to win it. I mean, Ohio State is just – Ohio State's just too good. I mean, now what I do think, I think it's going to be a really close game between them, uh, Ohio State and IU. I mean, I think this is the best chance IU is going to have for a long time at beating Ohio State. You know, they've been they've been close in the past a uh, couple years. I mean, in the first half, I feel like I feel like IU always plays good in the first half, and then they kind of just you know, melt down in the second half. I mean, we saw it again against Penn State. Uh, it almost – it. I, I mean, I wouldn't say it almost happened yesterday, but it was starting to look like it. Um, and so I think if they play good, I think that if they play like they did against Michigan, if they play like that for the whole game, I think they're going to have a very good shot at winning that game. And you know, I do think they're a contender. I do think they're a legit football team. I don't think it's just like people are like, oh, yeah, Penn State and Michigan, you know, they're not even good this year. Well, IU hasn't been good in the past. So when you beat two teams that are well-known in the Big Ten, that's good, you know. I was watching College Game Day yesterday, and every single person on College Game Day picked Michigan, even Chase Claypool. And Chase Claypool went to Notre Dame. Notre Dame and Michigan don't like each other. And he even picked Michigan. And I was like, all right, just watch it happen. IU's going to win. And sure enough, they won yesterday 38-21. to And, you know, I think they have a really good shot this year. I mean, what you said earlier about how, like, people say that Penn State and Michigan aren't good, I somewhat agree with that. I mean – because, hear me out, if you're not an Indiana fan, you know, you're probably wondering why Indiana is going to be ranked in the top ten. Because you look at our wins, we beat Rutgers, who literally got their first conference win last week since 2017. Then we beat a Michigan team who's 1-2 and two and lost to a god-awful Michigan State team who literally got blown out by Iowa yesterday, 49-7. to seven. And then we also beat um, – we also beat – who did I say already? Penn State and Michigan and Rutgers. Rutgers. So, yeah, those were our three wins. And Penn State lost yesterday to Maryland. So, now Penn State is 0-3. They were ranked eighth in the nation to start. We can clearly tell that they were never the eighth best team in the nation – Honestly, I think they Penn State just started to melt down after they lost to IU because after they lost to Indiana, I feel like they said, oh, we've got Ohio State left. We lost. Our season's over. They always expect to beat Indiana, so I bet they said, we lost. Our season's over. We have no chance of the Big Ten. 
championship game anymore, no chance of the college football playoffs. Our season's over. And then especially when they lost to Ohio State and went 0-2, their confidence went down even more. And then they lost to Maryland yesterday. So now they're 0-3. So, I mean, did, did Indiana really beat anybody that excellent? In my opinion, not really. But Indiana still looked good against all of them. You know, Penn State looked the best against Indiana than, than their other two games this season because they played their best football at that time. Yesterday, I think Tom Allen just outcoached Jim Harbaugh. All the Michigan fans that I know want Harbaugh gone. They think he's a horrible coach. Michigan usually is a dominant school in football. Harbaugh's never beaten Ohio State. Harbaugh rarely ever wins a big game. And I think we've got a new coach in the Big Ten that's going to rattle things up, Mr. Tom Allen. The Indiana coach is an outstanding coach. He coaches Indiana football exceptionally well. Not only has he gotten Indiana tons of recruits from Florida and big football states like that, he's developed them to where they actually they – they could be undrafted free agents in the NFL and actually do something in the NFL. Do you think – Davis, do you think Tom Allen is a top mm, – First of all, I have to – okay, this is going to basically – I'm going to ask you two questions in, like, one sitting. So, first question is, do you think Tom Allen is going to change the culture for Indiana football forever now that we're this high of a ranking? Second of all, do you think Tom Allen's a top three coach in the Big Ten without being biased? Your first question, yes, I think he's going to change the culture. I think – Really, I think IU, I feel like they need one, two, maybe three years uh, of a good seasons, and they're going to bring in more recruits. I mean, IU, obviously we know they haven't been good in the past. I mean, rarely making it to bowl games except last year, and they choked it against Tennessee. Um, but anyways, yes, I think he's going to change the culture, and I think once they get a couple more good seasons, I think – you know, he's going to start bringing in more recruits, and IU is going to start to be a, a good team, you know. Uh, second question, is he a top three coach in the Big Ten? Yes, I, I do believe so, non-biased. I think uh, Ohio State, uh, Wisconsin, and then IU. So, I think he is top three, I think. Um he, he's going to change the culture, and I just think he's a, an outstanding coach like you mentioned. Um, you know, I, I just can't wait for the years to come with him, man. And the thing about Indiana that excites me is most of our guys are returning next year. You know what I mean? We've got Michael Penix as a sophomore who's looking great right now. Stevie Scott is a junior. we got Samson James. Who, who had some carries yesterday as a sophomore from Avon. Um, besides a couple of our linemen, you know, our tackles, which I think are the most important um, linemen for not allowing sacks and stuff like that. Besides 
our tackles or besides our interior linemen, our tackles are returning as well. And most of our defensive guys are returning. So with this year being a good year for IU already, I think next year is going to be as good, if not better, because all those guys are going to improve. Um, do you think that, you know, Indiana obviously plays Michigan State this week. That should be a W. So Indiana, I'm going to say, obviously, this is we said this was pre-rankings. They're 13th in the nation before last year's rank. Uh, I'm sorry, yesterday's game. And with the win yesterday, I'm going to say they're going to move up to number 10 because the higher you get, it's harder to move up. So I'm going to say they're going to move up to number 10 in the nation in the AP pool. They're going to win against Michigan State next week. Let's say they move up to eighth. Do you think they have a chance of upsetting Ohio State on the road when Ohio State's number two or three in the nation and IU's number eight? I'm being completely honest here, too, and I want everybody to know that I'm not being biased here because people are going to say, well, no, you're just saying that because you're an IU fan. Well, no, I'm not. I actually think IU has a very good shot at winning this game. Now, what I think has to happen is IU is going to have to play the first and second half. They can't just play good in the first half and then, you know, let Justin Fields throw for, like, four touchdowns on them in the second half. They're going to have to play two great halves. They're going to have to move the ball. They're going to have to play outstanding defense. But I think looking at the team this year, even though, like you said, they haven't played the best teams, you know. But, I mean, they're looking good. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Like, you can't say that IU isn't looking good. You can't say – they haven't played good teams, so they're not good. No, you can't say that because they're looking good. It's not about them playing good teams. It's about them being Michigan by 17. It's about them pulling out an upset on Penn State after Penix didn't even play his best game. Um, it was his first game back since, like, one of the first weeks last year, so last season. So I think – I think they have an excellent shot at beating Ohio State. I think if they do, you know, maybe it will be like Purdue. Maybe it's going to be like that type of game, you know. And I, I just can't wait for that game. I'm, I'm so excited already. You know, I, I just – two more weeks and we're there. This is going to be literally like one of my, my biggest takes all season, but – I think, I think if Indiana beats Ohio State, they're going to go undefeated and make the college football playoff. Like, I'm being dead serious. Like, I'm not trying to sound like Skip Bayless, but just think about it. IU beats Michigan State. Okay, say theoretically they're eighth in the nation. They beat Ohio State on the road. Ohio State's not used to losing that, that often at all. Say they beat Ohio State. They'll move up to what fifth in the nation, something like that, if not fourth. So, obviously, we need probably people ahead of us to lose games. Now, I'm not saying they're going to beat Ohio State. Indiana has been looking very good, but Ohio State is clearly going to be the best team they played all year. Even after we play Ohio State, we got to play Wisconsin, which is another 
another tough matchup on the road. If Indiana goes undefeated in the Big Ten, we're making the college football playoff. What's your take on that? Do you think I'm just stupid or do you think I'm, like, being realistic? I think – I mean, I think if they go undefeated beating Ohio State and Wisconsin, I think they will make the college football playoff now. That's not going to happen. Probably not. I mean – not, but then again – if we even do make the college football playoff, but let's be completely honest here. We're not going to – yeah, I mean. a shot at even getting out of the first round. But, I mean, hey, it would still be cool to see IU go to the college football playoff. And maybe, maybe they'll even go to the rope. I mean, if they don't – if they lose one game against Ohio State, if they beat Wisconsin, hey, could we be looking at a Rose Bowl here, man? I know that was that was literally my next question. To you is if I say IU loses to Ohio State, obviously that would not put us in the Big Ten championship. It would most likely put Ohio State and probably Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship. No surprise there. That's what it is most of the time. Um, could IU be looking at a Rose Bowl? I don't know because if you have one loss, if you if you upset Wisconsin, which I honestly think would be the, the biggest win of the year if we lost to Ohio State and beat Wisconsin. That would be huge. Um, one loss on the season to Ohio State is not bad. Like, if you're only lost in the season to Ohio State, it's not, it's not a bad loss. My, honestly, my biggest fear this season is losing to Purdue. That is my biggest fear because you know how – you know how IU plays against Purdue sometimes. Basketball and football, Purdue somehow always plays well against us. We always struggle. That's my biggest fear is us having an excellent season and then us losing to Purdue. Do you think that Purdue could, could beat IU? Do you think Jeff Brom could find a way to beat the Hoosiers? Or do you think that Purdue – has absolutely no shot because they're they're getting votes for to be in the top twenty five. I mean they're two and zero. They they probably were going to lose to Wisconsin yesterday, but they're two and zero. They're getting votes for the top twenty five. Do you think that Purdue would have any shot at beating Indiana late in the season and screwing up a great season, or do you just think that there's no chance that IU is going to lose to Purdue? Like, Purdue has no shot of beating IU because this is the best team that IU's ever had. I mean, I, I don't think I, I don't think Purdue's going to lose. I don't think Purdue's going to beat IU. But then again, like you said, IU always plays terrible against Purdue. Last year, the game went into overtime, and IU almost lost. I mean, the year before that, IU lost. They lost by, like, seven, I think. Um. So, do I think IU is going to beat Purdue? Yes. Do I think Purdue has a shot at beating IU? Yes. I mean, in a rivalry game like that, anybody can beat anybody. Like, it's basically like HSC and Fishers, I mean, in sectionals. Fishers beat HSC. HSC clobbered Fishers in the, in the uh, regular season. So, anything can happen in rivalry games, you know. But – I think IU is going to pull that off. I think, hey, I think, I think 
I mean, it's going to be hard, like you said, if we have one loss and we don't, we can't go to the college football playoff because, or not the college football playoff, but we can't go to the Big Ten championship game because Ohio State's in our, like, in the Big Ten East. Yeah, but let's be realistic here. Like, my take was, like, a super hot take. Like, what are the chances that Indiana squeaks past Ohio State? Because Ohio State, think about how many five-star, four-star recruits they get compared to Indiana. Like, when Ohio State gets a five-star recruit, it's like, hooray. It's not too big of a deal. If Indiana gets a five-star recruit, which I don't even know who's ever happened. I don't think it's even ever happened before. If Indiana gets a five-star recruit, then everybody's, like, flipping out. If Indiana has one good year and squeaks past Ohio State for the Big Ten Championship, I'll be shocked. But let's be realistic here. IU is probably not going to beat Ohio State. But, I mean, you just got to – people just got to accept that. Ohio State's a great college football team. They got a great program. Um, my take was just being really, you know, just, just saucing things up. Um, but – yeah, I, I'm I'm just excited to see how the rest of this college football season shakes out. We got BYU, um, who we're going to talk about in a later college football episode because we're out of time. But BYU literally killed Boise State. Um, BYU is probably going to move up to, like, number seven or something like that. Um, you know, we have – we still got a lot of college football left to play. Tons of stuff could happen. And – I'm excited to sit down on Saturdays and just watch a bunch of these boys ball out. Um, but for now, we're out of time. We will most likely make a part two on this because I've still got a lot to talk about. But we'll see how the rankings play out. We'll see um, how these NFL games turn out today because there are games going on right now at the moment. We'll get, we'll get some stuff out. We'll get some stuff out because I'm excited to talk about this stuff with you, Davis. But for right now, um, we're out of time, unfortunately. So it's about that time where you can find us on our social medias, everything, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, DW Sports with two S's on the end. You've got our email, of course, dwsportsshow at gmail.com. If you want to interact with us, you can follow my personal Instagram at will underscore feller24 and Davis's personal Instagram at davis underscore Gehrig. But for now, this has been DW Sports, and we will see you guys in the next episode.